Welcome to Wobblies and Wizards. I am your host, Logar the Barbarian, and today is Zine Thursday. So I picked up this zine on Exalted Funeral because I pick up a lot of zines. There's some other great places online as well. You can pick up zines, but I got a big stack of them. I've been kind of going through them. This is done by Monster at My Desk, I believe. And because uh, there's no actual name attributed on here, I checked out the itch.io page. It is a grim hack, a grim hack of perilous games. What I understand is that this is a hack of Warhammer Fantasy RPG. Now, I'm going to put it out there. This is a game I don't have a, a single book for. I do have that, uh, I think it's called Zulander, Zwalander, or something along those lines, which I believe to be a retro clone of the same game, an 80s, 90s version of the Warhammer fantasy game that came out. And that's something I'm very, very much not knowledgeable about. But there's some interesting things in this book. And I, I'm just going to go over what it is and what it has system-wise. Now, they they have, I'm going to skip ahead to the front. It has like a little, a little list on here of uh, influences for the game. And one of those being Mothership. And I can see the, I can see a similarity to Mothership in this. Like Black Hack or, or a lot of these other games coming out that are uh, small, smaller zines, uh, rules light games, it's kind of along those lines. Only I'd say it's probably a little crunchier than something like Black Hack, which is not a negative. Um, there's a complexity to the system that makes it very rich. I'm going to put out the thing that I am the most, there are a couple of things I'm a little hesitant about on the rules, simply because I'm not as used to doing those things. One of those is I've always struggled with a percentile system when it comes to combat. I'd, I'd like to see some hacks on percentile combat. It's, it's going to be more of an opposed roll check. So I believe both sides looks like they'll be rolling and you're comparing the difference of dice type thing, similar to Mothership. I, I, it may not be the most realistic way, but D&D's basic, the basic old school way of doing a rolling a 20 over an armor class is so simple, quick and easy for me for combat that I kind of like don't like deviating from it, even though I come from a very strong palladium background where the opposed check was a part of it. You both rolling 20s and stuff like that, seeing who, who wins, getting dodges and parries. Now, aside from that, that's more of a personal preference thing. I, I'm, I'm curious to see a hack where I can roll percentile for combat just against the other person real quick and easy i i haven't seen that yet but i'm sure it's there and it's an easy hack to make but that's not part of this zine <laughs> the character creation looks like it's it, so it's percentile it's percentile based and that's very similar to games like call of cthulhu or mothership so if you're familiar with the way those run and stuff, you're going to be familiar with this. It seems to me like it's a black hack percentile system in a way. And I only say black hack because it's one of those things that came up with a lot of neat little rules and ways to run it that work and that are easy. Uh, lots of good house rules to make a simpler, simpler way of getting started on running, I guess, a Warhammer type campaign. But there are things in here that I would love to port over to Mothership as well while I'm running Mothership. 
Now I haven't checked out the first edition. I'm still waiting on the box. I've run the zero edition of Mothership. I'm curious to see what changes in that when I go to try try to run a first edition Mothership once I finally get that box back. Now back to a grim hack and off those other games. Uh, the reason why I bring those up is because it is a hack more than anything, and it does give you alternative things to do that you could probably port into other stuff and that I like, and you can easily run this on its own, probably for a full campaign. Let's just look. It starts off, the, ver- the very beginning just has weapons and armor stuff. That's the front inside flap and page zero, I guess. It was point one, point two. You get to page one or the first part of it, you got character creation. And it's got a nine-step type thing. Uh, Roll primary stats. And the stat rolling is 3D10 plus 20. Now, the stats are body, speed, finesse, strife, will, wits, intellect, and social. These scores represent your character's ability as a percentage of 100. So you're just rolling under the amount that your stat actually is. So if you have a 35, you want to roll percentile underneath two 10-sided dice taken as 10s and 1s. Most I think most people that listen to this are probably familiar with percentile rolling is, but some of you might be newer to gaming. And record wounds. So you get 10 wounds for the average medium-sized creature plus a body bonus. You record grit and stress. It uses these grit points a lot to spend for different ways that impact the game. And the stress does too. Uh, I think I'll get into that here in a little bit when we get a little further into this. Boy, this is there's a lot to this little zine when it comes to a rule set. Roll a personal possession, which is neat, very mothership feeling, uh, very into the odd and all those other games out there where, where, where personal possessions and things are a little more defining. Uh, you select a starting situation where your character starts with a local or a traveler. Uh, as a local or a traveler, is up to you. La, 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 la. You roll an occupation. Uh, you're recording your field. You get a, something called a field ability. You get skills and uh, trappings. You record trappings. Each field occupant provides you with general trappings. Then you define your species. It doesn't go too in depth into species. And then you you uh, it gives adva- advice of making it your own house ruling it and whatnot. So the field and occupation. Uh, the occupations that like learned burger. I believe that's pronounced criminal peasants. So the character classes aren't too wild or out there. You got rangers, warriors, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, then it gets into the basics of the game, uh, talks about the stats and kind of lays them out. Now it uses a lot of uh, little acronyms like body being BBSB, FB, STB, WB, WTB, B, IB for intellect with knowledge and problem solving, social SOB. <laughs> That's kind of funny socializing and networking so i get a little bit lost with all the acronyms in this book because i haven't really committed them to memory so when i'm reading through it i feel the need to go back and look them back up and to catch on to what exactly is going on i feel that if i had a better grasp of that i'd do a little bit better now playing the game you get your stat checks you roll under then you have this check value then you have check points so the check value is the sum of the stat plus modifiers from the skill. So you get like plus 10% for a skill. If you had a specialization in something, you can get like an extra 5%. Now that's plus 10% per level that you have the skill at from what I understand. So if you had like a level two in 
a specific skill, it'll add a 20 to it. And so it makes it easier and easier the, the number higher and larger that you have to roll under so your success will be better. Pretty basic stuff. You find that in Call of Cthulhu, Mothership, or most games. This checkpoints, I guess there's similar things in other games, but for some reason this seems easy and simple to me, uh, and I like it. And maybe it is coming from somewhere else. I'm not sure. But the checkpoints, uh, I'll just read what they have here because it's, it, it would be easier to be trying to articulate in my own words. Derived from the difference between D100 roll and the check value, you subtract the 10 digits, tens digits of the roll from the tens digits of the check value. So the check value will say is you got to roll under a 65 and you rolled a 35. You're going to subtract the 60 from the 30, you get three. That would mean your checkpoint, the value there is a, is a three. And that's useful because you're comparing that to like when an opposed role and stuff, you're gonna compare that to what the other person or the opposed role got. Let's say they had a 50 something and they rolled a 40, that's only a one. So the person who had the spread of three is gonna be doing a little bit better, gonna be, succeed in that conflict. And it goes into using the checkpoints for degrees of success and failure as well, um, deciding how successful you are and trying to add an extra complication in there. It goes into when not to check. I like, I like what it has to say about when not to check. I think it's useful for any games, not just this. Knowing when not to require a stat check can make your break the pacing of a story. Stat checks can add much needed tension to the story, but a poorly thought out check can stymie the story by causing players to hit a dead end. It goes on to give you suggestions on using stat checks for gathering information is a good example they can have here. Should be the last resort, the information in response to questions the players ask and the strategies they use. If you do use a stat check, use negative CP to provide interesting trade-offs. So you failed the role, it's a trade-off and obtaining the information, like having to bribe folks or potentially getting into a dangerous situation. Be careful not to allow a stat check to force a stop to an investigation when the players are taking the initiative and engaging with the mystery. So maybe if you didn't make it, it's not necessarily a failure, but it brings an added step to getting to that point and watching when you require stat checks is always a good a good thing to do when you're dming or gming or whatever you're the the warden or whatever you want to call it these it's got many names for that position in the game so it goes into the to oppose checks and things like that and how to do that with that with that number we've come up with by subtracting them uh, it uses the advantage disadvantage uh, bill or uh, mechanic here that has been it's popping up in a lot of things since fifth edition introduced that. Um, and it talks about the difficulty. So difficulties range from negative 30, which is arduous, to plus 30, which is effortless, which makes sense because your characters are going to have something like a 33 to 50 spread. 50 is probably not going to be common. So it makes a lot of sense. Uh, so you're essentially adjusting their percentile role by how difficult the situation is, similar to how they do with like combat rating checks and stuff like that in D&D &D and everything else. Only we're doing with percentiles saying, well, this is a standard action. There's no adjustment to your percentage. If it's an easy action, 
you might get a plus 20 to the percentage you got to roll. If it's a challenging or difficult action, you might get a negative 10 or negative 20 to your percentile of that, of that attribute or skill or whatever totals you're at doing. One of the things is that the skills are not directly correlated to attributes. That's kind of a thing you do. Uh, you're going to come up with and figure out while you're playing, it seems, according to the rule set. And they talk about making the failures interesting and not just, oh, you didn't make it. Now, what happens because we didn't fail? Uh, goes on to give you a list of skills. Uh, it's pretty straightforward what they have. And there's a magic system, which is not very robust or fleshed out. Pretty simple and straightforward. And, and the, now I'm going to be 100% honest. If I go to run this, I'm looking at the combat section. I've read through it. I will have to reread it and maybe play with it a bit before I run it. I feel that's, I felt very much that way about Mothership as well. Those percentile-based combat systems, I get a little lost in the sauce. That might be a great topic of discussion in, uh, when it comes to a future episode of, of Wobblies and Wizards. If someone wants to come on that has a great grasp of like some of these percentile-based combat systems that exist in Mothership, Call of Cthulhu, or specifically a grim hack even i'd love to talk about that and really kind of hash out that mechanic because that's one that i'm not the most comfortable with uh uses this stress you have to as a rollover system and failure have panic reactions that impact you negatively you gain stress by spending points certain ways and when certain things happened uh, and it gives you optional trauma rules and stuff like that so overall i think it's a really good zine i think it's worth checking out at the very least just like a lot of the other hacks out there having to look at say okay what are they doing and what can i add to my game to kind of improve what i'm playing if you're running a d percentile game if you're running mothership if you're running call of cthulhu if you're running warhammer fantasy and things like that this might be a good zine to have. I got it on Exalted Funeral. I can't remember if it was like $12, $13. It may have been as high as $15, but I think it was lower. Uh, and it's also available on itch.io. I'll put the link in the show notes. Uh, the back of the book does have a quick reference that kind of sums everything up. Again, I'm a little lost on some of the, the SB, BB, SB and stuff like that they put there wtbs i have to keep on referencing that to figure that out but luckily a lot of it is noted on the back on the quick reference so it should be kind of easy to pick up when you're running it i've run enough games to know that the little i guess they're acronyms is that correct and accurate i wish there was someone talking to me to know that you can pick up on them relatively easy when you're running a game and get to know the the lingo of the game well that's about all we have for today if you've enjoyed what you've heard please give us a positive review wherever you're listening you can find us on facebook just search wobblies and wizards wobbliesandwizards.com is our blog i'm on twitter at logar hail prom we're on patreon we could really use the support patreon.com backslash wobblies and wizards and as always keep those dice rolling <laughs>